Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. The title of this word, Are You Tied Down? Are You Tied Down? Today's message is about being tied down. Now, if you're married, now is not the time to look over at your spouse. Just look straight ahead. All eyes on me. Are you tied down? Or another term I could use, are you in a bind? Being tied down means you're in a bind of some sort. And there will be seasons in your life when you're in a bind. With your health, with your finances, in your marriage, that you will just find yourself in a bind in your relationships. There will be moments that you will be in a bind concerning your calling, who you are in Christ. Someone who is in a bind is confined, limited, hindered, controlled, restrained, restricted and refrained from being who God's chosen them to be in Christ Jesus. Yet someone that isn't in a bind, they're loose. They're loose at liberty, steady, confident, content, calm, at ease to just be who he's chosen them to be. And it's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. Oh, they know who they are in Christ. Look at him coming out. Look at him coming out. Yet someone who is in a bind is this. It's someone who is in bondage. They're bound. Because that's what in a bind will do. Miss Rebecca, will you shut that door for me right there? It's bothering me, and I don't know why. Thank you. Being in a bind puts you in bondage. Are you bound in an area of your life? Are you bound Are you sitting here today and you need to be loosed so that you can be who he has chosen you to be, so that you can do what he has chosen you to do? For years, I did not stand here because I was bound with fear. I feared you. I feared the very thing that he created me to be. And see, this is what bondage will do. It keeps you from being who he has chosen you to be. There is a passage in the Word that has everything to do with being bound. And this thing was literally bound. And it needed to be loose. So that it could do its purpose. So that it could do what it was functioned to do. But because it wasn't loosed, it could not be what it was sent here for. It could not do what it was born to do. See, there's nothing worse then when you know you're so bound, you can't even be you. You can't even do what he wants you to do. And you know this, and you want to be free, and you want to get loose, but you can't. And, and, and to me, when I've been at that place, it's like the more I try to get free, the worse it gets. The more tangled I get, the more bound I become. And see, this is the whole reason you're being tied down. you got to understand it's to keep you from operating in your God-given purpose. 
That's why the enemy has you and me bound in an area. Get this, so we're not released to receive what God has for us. Because when I'm bound, I can't grasp it. Do you see, when I'm bound, I can't, I can't obtain it. I can't hold it. I can't carry it. And that's what happened in this chapter in the Bible. And this story took place over 2,000 years ago on Palm Sunday. In Matthew 21, if you'll you'll turn there, we're going to read about what was tied down and bound. I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version. (laughs) That's going to be a first. It will surprise you. What is bound? It it will really surprise you how we've totally overlooked this thing. And it's really a key point. It's very vital. And here's what you got to know. See, someone who is bound, they're overlooked. They're not seen, so they feel. Mm -hmm. I want to read to you about a donkey (laughs) or an ass who was tied down. Yeah, that's right. I said ass in church. (laughs) You know, that's what Jesus called it. In the King James Version, it is mentioned more than once. (laughs) If the truth be known, everybody take a deep breath. What I really wanted to title this message is your ass tied down. (laughs) But for religious sake, I didn't. Well, we just kicked that religious cow, didn't we? (laughs) So let's read about an ass who was tied down, bound to an area, had to be loosed in order to do its purpose, had to be set free. And get this, what it was meant to do was massive, guys. It was huge. Here's what you got to know. If you are bound right now in a way that you've never been bound before and you find yourself in bondage, you are about to do something and become something for God that you, it will blow your mind. The person who is more bound is a person who is going to be more blessed and do something for God and become something for God. That's why you're so bound. Hear that for what it is. Oh, but when it gets loose, hmm. When it gets untied, something begins to happen. In Matthew 21, 2, let's read about this little fella. Or I think it's a, actually a her. She, well, of course it is. <laughs> she te- Jesus said to his two disciples, go into the village over against you. Now, this is Jesus. And straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. Now before I read any further, I want you to notice something. Not only was the ass tied, but the colt was also tied. Here's what you have to understand. And you must realize when I'm bound, it doesn't just affect me. But it will affect everyone who is around me. This is why it's very important, Mama, that if you are bound with fear, 
That thing needs to be released from you so that it is not binding and it does not get connected to your daughter and then now she's bound with it too. Daddy in the house, if you deal with anger issues, we want to get you free of that so that your son doesn't grow up and now he's got anger issues too. Because here's what you got to realize. When this thing keeps on growing, it gets worse. It gets worse. Come on. It gets ugly. The monster grows. Those who are tied down will soon tie down others with whatever they're tied down with. Don't make me say it again. See, what I'm, I'm tied down with, and if you're connected to me, that thing will get on you and tie you down too. It's very important who you associate with. So let's continue in verse 4. Why did Jesus command the disciples to go untie this ass and its colt? Why? Here it is. Verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and setting upon an ass, and a colt, the fowl of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes or a garment or a cloak. And they set him thereon. The two disciples set Jesus on this donkey. See, out of all the things Jesus could have been placed on, on, out of all the things he could have rode on, he chose a donkey. He didn't choose a stallion. He didn't choose a chariot. He didn't choose one of those things that they would hold with the gold and he's placed on it eating the grapes because he's Jesus. He was always about the underdog. And not only that, he loved to go against the law and religion. And then he walked in such humility. I just need an ass. I just need a donkey. Bring him to me. A donkey. Verse 8. A very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Get this. Once that donkey was loosed, it then was able to carry Jesus and fulfill destiny. Once we're loosed of the bondage, we're released to carry Jesus in a way that we've never carried him before. Hear this. Many of us are walking around with the weight of bondage on us instead of the weight of his glory in us and on us that wants to come through us. The weight of his glory, get this, the weight of his glory was on that donkey. And now the donkey is not bound to this thing, not tied to this thing. But now because the weight of Jesus, the weight of his glory is on this donkey, he's released and he is sent to do his purpose. God wants to release the weight of your past on you. God wants to release the weight of shame the weight of blame, the weight of unworthiness. There is a weight of trauma on some of you that happened to you in your past. And the weight of that trauma has caused PTSD. 
And you've accepted it. And God wants to release you today of that tie that says you got to be depressed. And you're going to have triggers. And you're not ever going to get over it. Oh, yes, you are. Because the weight of God is about to be placed on you. The weight of Jesus and his glory and his deliverance and his healing is about to come over you. God wants to release you of the weight of the addiction and the porn. I said it. I sense it in my spirit. That addiction, that sin that has weighed you down, has kept you in bondage, has kept you condemned. Some of you online in adultery, you're about to lose your marriage. God wants to release you of that thing and break that generational curse off of you. God wants to release its weight off of you and replace it with the weight of his glory. There's a glory coming. There's a glory coming. Jesus is about to come over the church with the weight of his glory in a way that we have never seen. Get ready. And it's the weight of his son. God is sending his son. The donkey had the weight of Jesus on him. Are you getting this? There's a weighty glory coming. A weighty anointing. It's a weighty power there's a weighty presence of God that is so tangible you can almost touch it. It's about to come. It's the kind of weighty anointing and glory that my husband spoke of last week. And he said revival is going to hit America again in the 50th. It's that kind of glory that I'm talking about. Will you carry it? You will if you get untied. What's tied you down? What is it? What was it that tied down the donkey and the colt? Ropes that were tied to a post. You must identify what is tying you down. You got to own it. You got to confess it. You got to realize it. You got to recognize it. You can't blame others for it. Come on. You got to identify what has tied you down before you're ever untied from it. Pride, guilt, jealousy, fear, unforgiveness. What's tying you down? Greed. What's tying you down? Infirmity, rejection, rebellion. Come on. See, some of us are even tied down by circumstances that we didn't even cause. It's totally out of our control. While other of us have, let's be honest, we've made some unhealthy ties. And all of a sudden, we made them. And then all of a sudden now, they've got us. See, I don't care how you're bound today. All I care about is you getting released. Don't sit here in condemnation. Well, I bound myself, so I, I'm not worthy to be untied and have this thing you're talking about, Cammie. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Amen. How was the donkey and colt loosed? Let's really talk about this. It's when the two disciples untied them. The donkey could not untie himself. Hmm. It is not up to you to release yourself of this bondage. Now get this. Come on, body of Christ. I'm, I'm talking to myself. When I get caught, I take it on myself to free me. That's not always the case. Hear this. 
It's when Jesus commanded the two disciples. When were they released? When Jesus commanded. He, he didn't ask the disciples, hey, would you consider going tie on that on donkey for me? Would you just pray about it? Would you think about it? Hey, no, no. He commanded, go untie them and bring them to me. It's when the two disciples untied them that they were free. There will be moments in your life where someone else has to untie you because you can't untie yourself. Hear that. And get this, when you're at that place, don't be stubborn like a jack. You know what? Let us untie you. Let us release you. Let us pray over you. Don't be stubborn. <laughs> That's what donkeys are. They're stubborn. Some of us would be free right now if we would allow our brother and our sister to untie us. You, you good today? Man, I've been thinking about you. You okay? You all right? Yeah, I'm great. I'm good. Never could be better. No, you're not. Don't act like you are. Let me untie you. You're trapped. You're entangled. You're in a snare. You're in a web. Think about it. Don't be stubborn and stay bound. Why would we want to stay bound? When he has the answer and can untie me. Why? Let one of us untie you and take you to Jesus. Jesus commanded the disciples, untie them and then bring them to me. To me. Now hear that. See, the body of Christ will stay bound until we untie one another instead of complaining about each other. Now hear this. It's easier to talk about what you're tied to than to go and untie you. If I recognize it and I can talk about it and I can judge it and I can gossip about it, I might be the one that God's saying, go untie it. Instead of criticizing about it, instead of gossiping about it, go get them untied, big girl. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you're showing me that. Wasn't to make myself feel better, but to be used by you. Huh. The body of Christ is bound because I won't go do what Jesus has commanded me to do and, ungo and untie you. You see, sometimes it's on you and me whether a person gets free or not. It sure is. See, we can look at the world, we can complain about the world and all of their bondage and how they're bound, but can I just be honest with you? It could be you that's supposed to make a blog, supposed to make a, fa a Facebook post and set the captives free. Yeah, it could be. The donkey couldn't move until the disciples untied him. And I want you to get this. Notice Jesus sent two disciples, not one. Can I just be honest with you? Some of you are a little stubborn. It's going to take two <laughs> to, get your, to get yourself free. But when two come together in my name, you can ask for whatever you will. When two come together, quit doing this thing on your own. If you got an issue in your home and you're trying to untie that child and you can't, you might need to go to the body of Christ and say, help. And that's okay. Help me untie this baby. I need you. Hear that. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me 
to what? To bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and open up the prison that bounds them. Body of Christ, we are not to be bound. We are to bind the brokenhearted. But I cannot bind the brokenhearted if my heart is bound itself. Are you hearing this? Matthew 18.8 Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The body of Christ should be binding instead of being bound. I bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. I bind you, generational curses. I bind you, infirmity. Come on. I, oh, I won't be bound by you anymore. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to flip the script. And I'm going to bind you, Lucifer. You stop tormenting me. See, this thing, the enemy's perverting the word. See, no longer will I be bound by you. But I'm going to start binding. And I'm going to start loosing. Because whatever I bind in earth, are you getting that? Whatever I bind in earth is bound in heaven. I bind you, cancer. I bind you, cancer, and you're bound in heaven. And I loose Shania, Shania, Shania. I cannot say her name. But are you getting this? Shiana, are you getting this? Bind the cancer. Loose the healing on earth. I bind you, cancer, and I loose healing in this earth. I bind you, depression, and I loose deliverance upon that child. I bind you. You have that authority to bind whatever you will on this earth and it will be bound in heaven and loose whatever you will in this earth and it will be loosed in heaven. You have that authority. We're just, we're just bound and God's like, that is not the way I created you and formed you and fashioned you. I'm ready for you to bind this thing once and for all. Mm. The final step that so many failed to do in this passage it is so important, the last step that the disciples did. Once we untie them, we then have to take them to Jesus. Jesus commanded, untie them and bring them to me. So often, this is where we're missing it in the body of Christ. You got to know when to release them to Jesus. We're not their Savior. We're not their healer. We're not their deliverer. We got to know our role. Untie, lead, and release. Everybody say that with me. Untie, release. Or, or, sorry, untie, lead, release. And sometimes that's the hardest part, that last part. Release it. Release it. Give it to Jesus. Let go of him. Let go of the son. Let go of the daughter. Release him. This is a matter that only Jesus can fix. You got to know when to release. Stop taking other people's burdens on you. There, that was never your burden to carry. It will eat you up on the inside. 
give them to Jesus. Untie, lead, and release. I release my child. I release my marriage. I release the ministry. I release my body. I release this health. Come on. I release the wealth. I release the shame. What is it that you need to release today? See, our responsibility is untie the rope, lead with the rope, then drop the rope. Because you got to think about the disciples. How did the disciples lead the donkey? With the very thing they untied the donkey with. They untied the donkey with the rope, but then they took the rope and led the donkey to Jesus. Had the disciples just untied the rope and not led them to Jesus, the donkey would still be standing there today. It's, it's a donkey. It's stubborn. You can't expect, get this, for them to go to Jesus on their own. So many times we're really good at untying the body of Christ, but then we're not leading the body of Christ. We can tell them what their issue is and untie them, but now mentor them, disciple them, counsel them, instruct them. Not just on a Sunday, throughout the week. I met with a young lady Friday for an hour over there. Come on, are you getting this? Lead them. So often we untie them, and then we wonder why, weeks later, they're tied up to that same post again. Why are you tied up again? I just untied you of that addiction. I just untied you from that depression. Now you're back on those pills again. Now look at that dumb donkey. I untied you, and you're right back where I untied you. Come on. Because you didn't take them to Jesus. You're not enough. Let Jesus get on them. Get off of them. Let Jesus get on him. Let Jesus take him where he needs to go into his destiny. You can't make your child's future happen. You can't make the dream happen. You can't convert the prodigal. But boy, you can lead them to Jesus. That messed up marriage, release it. Give it to Jesus. Are you getting this? That health issue, you got to go to Jesus because you've been to every doctor there is. And you know what? You've spent all the money you got and you've only gotten worse, not better. Let go of the infirmity. Give it to Jesus. Release it. Until you release it, you won't receive what you need, what you desire, what you want. Release the pain. Receive the healing. Release the dream. Receive the destiny. Go lay it down at the foot of the cross. He is the one who began it, and He is the one that will finish it. Let Him do His finished work in them. Let Him do His finished work in you. Release it. you got to release it in order to receive it. Are you getting this? Sometimes you just got to let it die. Can I, can I say that? Sometimes you just got to bury it and wait on God to resurrect it. He's got three days. There's a lot he can do in three days with his trinity. It's a triple anointing, people. Get your hands off of it. Whatever you're believing for, get your hands off of it. Stop worrying about it. When's it going to happen? Why hasn't it happened? Will it ever happen? Can I be honest with you? Some of you are tied down with the very thing you're believing for. 
Some of you are tied down with that thing you've been praying for. You're consumed by it. It's got you tied down. You're tied down with it when he was the one who was tied down for it. So you're not tied down to it. This right here is a distorted image. It's almost as if the enemy has perverted the cross. And what Jesus did for you and me has bound us when Jesus was the one that was bound for us. Jim, will you come up? This is not the way it's supposed to look for you and me. This is not the image. Go ahead. That's what it's supposed to look like. That's it. That thing that has bound you, Jesus was bound with it when he went on the cross for you so that you're not bound with it. He was bound with your pain. He took it on himself. Stop taking it. He already took it. Stop taking things from the enemy that your Jesus already took for you. He was tied. He wasn't just bound with ropes, but with a nail. And he was beat with a cat of nine tails for you and me. And Satan, you messed with the wrong Christian. You messed with the wrong family. You've messed with the wrong church. Because Jesus chose to be bound for you and me. And took those 39 stripes for you and for me.